Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. Oh, man. Are you ready to be here? Are you totally ready to be here? I don't know. Are you I here? am ready. Are you going to put sh- this thing on? Are you sure? Are, are you, you ready? ready to put this on? You know, you. I, I don't think... Hold on a second. Hold on. Oh, my God. I'm awake. I mean, I'm running out the door right now. I'm standing in for... Oh, Wait man. a minute. Wait a minute. Am I 20 years old again? <laughs> yeah, we're 20 years old again. Woo! Okay. Anyways. That starts it. That starts officially. Up. This is our first episode our, with our introduction. Absolutely. And, All right, let's knock it out. And let's I'm, tell these people who we are. And I'm Tim Proctor. And I'm Craig Lyson. Lyson. You don't like saying your last name. No. And we are doing our podcast on Check Your Six. Okay. Tell cool. me. Tell me what that is, Tim. Well, Check Your Six, in our estimation, is really watching your backside, protecting your backside from a military standpoint. If those of you that cannot guess, with the military revelry lead in. We are both military backgrounds. Both of us are Air Force. Both of us were cops. And we'll get into some more detail later on. But Check Your Six really is protecting your backside, protecting those around you, and keeping yourself safe. Episode one is welcome to the jungle kind of thing because of the jungle that is small business. So check your backside, protect one another, get a support team around you. That's what we're doing. And, it, and that's how it should be, because our audience is such a mix that people, when we relate to military terms, they really don't understand what we're talking about. So when you talk about civilian terms, it, it'll all bleed together, because some of us that were in the military, they haven't been in the state side as long. They go like, what is that? Yeah, what are you, what are you doing here? So again, if, if you have never served in the military, that is fine. It, this is not a military broadcast, but we are going to give a lot of reference, a lot of thank you to those that have served and do serve. Again, initial episode, Memorial Day, just happens to be Memorial Day 2020. So we do want to honor those that have served and sacrificed and given the ultimate sacrifice for this country. Men and women and service animals. We kind of forget about the dogs sometimes that are out there, but men and women and animals uh, that have served this great country and given the ultimate sacrifice. We really want to honor them on this Memorial Day Typically, there's a moment of silence. We don't want to do that. Uh, we're running a live broadcast we're, we're, here. Yeah, we're running a broadcast, so a moment of silence might go the wrong what, way. Does anybody really know when they started the Memorial Day? What year did that initiate? I was. I don't think I was born then. So you, you, okay, Mister, Mister, well, Mister Trivia I, Man. Since I am a little bit older than you, uh, 1865 during the Civil War, over 600,000 soldiers died. So what happened during that time frame? Who came recognition? Uh, Army General, General Logan, Logan, he identified, hey, we need to honor the people who sacrificed their lives to continue on with the great nation that we have. And I, again, just a little bit of history from, there's going to be some differences between the two of us. You're going to hear Craig's background here in a minute and mine as well from both our military service and our business aspect. I'm going to be a little bit, you know, we were talking about this before in our pre-production stuff, Abbott and Costell, right? Do they know who those are? Do those people know who they are? That's probably one of the first things we should clarify. <laughs> Abbott and Costello, if you have, if you don't know who they are, research them. They're an awesome comedy team. Abbott was the straight man. Costello was the comedy man. Check out 
Who's on first? If you have never classic ever classic. done Who's on first, just watch it and enjoy pure comedy. I don't know how those guys did it. So, anyways, that's going to be a little bit of us. You're probably going to be the logical straight man. Oh, you think I, so? Oh my God, this is going to be crazy. Yeah, because it's going to be crazy. Starting this business, uh, what we we came across, everybody needs to know. People came to the United States and they survived of making our nation great by a small business. For the yeah, for the most part, it wasn't big business to begin with, right. but. So we are now 2020, and we are veterans. Both of us have different backgrounds in what we have done and what we've accomplished. How do we determine what we're going to do? And a lot of it's based on our experience. So do me a favor. Give me your experience first, kind of your back, your military background, background. and your work background, and we'll go from there. Okay, so I, I came into the United States Air Force in 1975, where most of you have not been thought of. And uh, my first base was Lackland, came out of basic training after six weeks. My school was still there at that base, which was security and separated by law enforcement. I was the luck of the draw. So I got to go to security where you learn to walk around airplanes, airplanes that don't move. That's exciting. I tell you, I couldn't wait to get in this job. So uh, my first base was Wichita, Kansas. And my base, we had KC-135s. If you want to know what that is, that is called a flying gas station where they refuel the planes in midair. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then I didn't get to have the exciting life. So after a while, we, we got transferred out of that and uh, I had a six-year term. I went to Thule, Greenland. I came off of 141. I see this man walking in front of me. I swear it was Santa Claus because we were like six hours from the tip of the North Pole. <laughs> and he had long beard, walking around in shorts, and here it is like 40 degrees. I'm like, I'm going to leave here as a nut. Yeah. So great base. I had my six-year term, and they said, what do you want to do? I said, I need to get in law enforcement. Security's not my bag. I could not handle it walking around an airplane. So you were just in the wrong place doing security. That's all there was to it. Yeah, so uh, they shipped me down at uh, Chanute, which was an ATC base. Not, no aircraft to me moving. What's ATC for those that don't know? It's an air training command. It's, it's nothing but a college, and we were there just to maintain peace and uh, longevity if you could handle it without all the fun of a college campus without a fun of the camp yeah because you had rules strict rules you had to follow by best base smallest base i have was the best base i went tdy to millen hall and lincoln heath for a term over there that was about an 89 day we called tdy then i backed out to uh, clear creek alaska which was winter training which you know about because you're from detroit yeah it's not quite alaska but it's a little bit cooler than my my duty station, but yeah. So how far were you? How close to were you to the North Pole? I think we were about the same distance as Thule was. I, I because you froze. You you stood outside in a foxhole, which was a beautiful environment. You think you're in a condo. You know everything was great. Yeah. And then uh, the army was out in front of us because it was a joint operation, and you want to go army because we're on the field. They got <laughs> hot food. We had MREs. Uh, that, that might be true for that, but you know you want to go Air Force if you want to live well. That's on right. a base, but that's beside the point. Yeah. So then uh, I took out of there. I got shipped over to the Philippines. Uh, it was Wallace Air Station. Eight cops, one gate in, one gate out. No airplanes. Law enforcement. Uh, we had to worry about beach patrol. We all left out as a tan. Went down to the Philip. Went down to Clark uh, for additional five years. Town patrol, police motorcycles, accident investigation. You learned so much. My shift was 100 cops. S- law enforcement, security had another 100 cops. Wow, that's a lot. So, yeah. plus we had 100 dogs over there. We had, we had, we did everything like a major city. Uh, left out of the Philippines, came back to Shepherd, back to Texas. Yeehaw. 
Yeah, I tell you, man, you got to have those boots at all times. You weren't in Kansas anymore, but you sure as heck weren't in the Philippines. Okay, great. So uh, the Shepherd was another air training command. It was nothing but a school. T-37s, T-38s, trainers, nurses, aircraft mechanics, everything that you could think of. Very large base. They asked me what I was trying to accomplish in my military career. I said everything I can. Not land in jail. Not land in yeah. jail. Uh, we knew the rights very well. They switched me into OSI narcotics, which I totally loved. Great opportunity, thinking, okay, my, my career is getting to where I wanted to be. So I retired in 1995. Came down to Florida. I'm not going to be in law enforcement. I'm going to turn this over to Tim. No, nah, no. Nah. Well, then you came, out of, you came out of the service and you did what? I went into hotels for 22 years, got a lot of great experience, a lot of knowledge in sales, marketing, advertising, consulting, public relations, and now I knew what I wanted to do. And that was basically sales and marketing. Sales and marketing. Strong, sales strong. Sweet. Well, mine's going to take a lot less, which is fine. I went to Davis. Well, I went to, again, went to Lackland, did basic training. You're right. That was the longest. Sometimes the movies do and don't tell you what it was. Stripes for a movie about basic training. Stripes is not probably the best indicator of what basic training was like, but it's still kind of funny. You do. You get off the... Although it's different now than we were in when you get out of basic, when you go into basic training, when I was going in, when I went in, you got off the bus, seemed to be at night. Everybody seemed to come in at night, probably because you're scared. I don't know. You come in at night and people are yelling at you. Like, dude, I'm right here. Why are you yelling at me? But that's fine. So I did my basic training as well. I did Camp Bullets for security police. What year did you go in? I went in 78. Okay. So I was a couple of years behind you. And I did not see anything anywhere about this guy named Craig, you know, as to don't do what this guy's doing. So I'm assuming you did fine. I did when great. You were I there. had my car parked right next to my dorm. Yeah, not like all of us did. So I did my time. I got out of there, went back home for a brief visit, and then went to my duty station, which was Tucson, Arizona. The David. biggest snow capital. You had you were issued snow skis? Yeah. Yeah, because we could ski in Mount Lemon and in one in one time in the afternoon and we could play golf on the golf course that same day. Which so was, what was your job? Was I was just, I was a ramp rat. And what was, did you guard? What kind of bad aircraft did you have? <laughs> we had well, we had one F one hundred sixes, which were interceptor planes. We had two of those, which they're old and outdated. But it was also an A ten training base, A ten Thunderbolt. Incredible, incredible vehicle. I loved them a lot. Didn't get to really understand what they were until actually about a year and a half in. They were almost to the point when I was there. We can't use these. We're going to get rid of them. Then Desert Storm hit, and they realized that these things can kick out about 70 rounds per second, and you get a two-second burst. So you can put about 150 rounds on target in two seconds. It is incredible. It's a great machine. Besides flying low and slow, not like the Beastie Boys, if you can remember back, they had a song called Do they have any special paint on them? You can. You can put, like, really wicked cool stuff on the front of them. But that, that was the base that I had. That was the airplane that I got to stand around and got to be with. Did some TDY. Again, I didn't travel like you did. I only spent four years. They asked me, hey, what would you like to do? I said, I'd like to train into communications. If you just resign, we'll allow you to do that. And I've been in long enough to know that, hey, if you're a cop or a cook or in motor pool, you're not going anywhere because they have a hard time filling those slots. That they do. But you went to one tour. We both did. We served in Desert Storm. No, I was there. I was over in Saudi Arabia, 7980. Oh, it was so before Desert Storm. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we were there. We had to go shopping. Actually, we were in Riyadh in Saudi Arabia. We stayed at a hotel. 
not like some of the other people that stayed on one of the other compounds. But so I was there for a while. It was a great experience. Don't want to ever do it again. I've never been as cold as I was in December in the middle of the desert at night. No, I have to agree with you. The desert, and when I was in Daharan, I, I didn't say this before, but you're absolutely right because we had 50-gallon drums at those posts. The only thing you were lacking was wood. Yeah, you couldn't think there was any wood. It was wood or any shrubbery. So I spent some time there and did enjoy it and got out and went back home to Michigan for a while. And I think I spent four years, and I had a friend of mine call me and said, hey, can you still drive a semi? And I said, yeah, I still can. He said, would you rather work in Florida? This was in 86. I thought, hmm. I've just probably thawed my car locks out for the, I don't know, 100th time. Yeah, I can be there in a couple of weeks. So came down in 86 and been here ever since. And And look what you're doing now because you wanted to do electronics in the service, but now you're doing electronics on the outside. Well, yeah, it's funny because I did want to do communication when I first got out. When I got out, I just just wanted to do something different. I didn't mind doing security. I liked it because there were a a lot of perks that we probably can't talk about, but Again, this is just really to give you a background of who we are and what we've done. The reason we are doing this is because we are now both small businessmen. But we are going to give a shout out on a regular basis. We're going to use phonetic alphabet a lot. So if we talk about Sierra, Bravo, Alpha, Charlie, you'll understand what we're talking about. Or you don't. But we're going to continue to do that. We're going to come back here in just just a couple of seconds. And we're going to talk about what the podcast is, our outline, and where we're going from there. Anything else we need to uh, discuss about all this? Or what do you think? I, I believe I just want to make sure everybody's awake. I, I mean, this is not a, a sleeping zone. It's not. It's a no sleeping zone. So we'll be right back in a couple Stay of tuned. seconds. The guys will be right back with more on how to check your suits. GRP Studios in Longwood has served the Central Florida area since 1974. Whether you are big or small, GRP has a service that can meet your needs. We provide quality audio and video services from simple projects to more complex multiple location shoots. GRP Studios can handle all of your media needs both in-house with green screen or widescreen formats or on location. Check us out at grpstudios.com or better yet, stop on by for a visit and have some of our world famous popcorn. All right, we are coming back with the second half of the opening episode for us. In case you can't or you don't realize it, I grew up in Detroit. I'm a rocker, although I'm still heavily influenced with blues and Motown, especially blues. But, you know, you a, good life. A, a rocker guy, that's that's kind of, what about you, Craig? What Are you into, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Go ahead. Madonna. Yeah, uh, your sister. And then, uh, <laughs> so uh, anyway, I, I'm, I'm like, a, I'm a heavy rocker like ZZ. Uh, uh, cheap trick, all those great guys. See, you, know, you, you, say, you say heavy rocker, but ZZ Top, they actually do great blues. They've got a blues album out that is absolutely fantastic. It's, That's correct. It's just a couple of years ago, but it's a it's a fantastic blues. Cheap trick, I like a lot. Yeah. I like. I've seen Cheap Trick a couple of times. I love Rush. Uh, Neil Pert, too bad he passed on. Yeah, you had some experience. You're a drummer yourself, correct? I I started playing percussion. I play air guitar. I think we should awesome. start the, be, stop the podcast and get a music band going. <laughs> More, I can't even. I can't even carry a baseball bat, let alone a tune. Shoot. But you had some experience in your military service doing what? Uh, we did uh, all the USO uh, bands that came over that we were tagged for security. So you worked. So you got a little bit of experience into some of the person. We won't go into any of the people that you worked with. No. Just because I'm sure it could be 
I mean, they remember bad. me. I don't remember them. Yeah, that's, that's true. So anyways, we've established that we both like music a lot. Some of us talented in it. Some of us not even close. So back to CY6 or Charlie Yankee 6. I mean, most people, because we're a phonetic alphabet, you can describe that as, in the civilian terms, you have to identify it. Yeah, Charlie, Yankee, Sierra, or Charlie, Yankee, Six, as you said. Right. Cover your six, cover your backside, protect yourself as a small business owner. This is Welcome to the Jungle, the jungle that is small business. And no, we're not playing any Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. I'd like to, but there's a whole bunch of proprietary stuff that they may not want us doing that. But I bought an existing business. You have a new business. We're going to talk a lot about that, but why did you start Vets Growth? Just because realistically, people are needing to know the backside of help. If you join my operation, I'm going to help you. If you if you need help with the business plan, I'm your person. And that's the key to our segments. It's all talking about it's needed. And we've teamed up for a couple of reasons. We met a, a while back, but we've teamed up because you provide a skill that I don't have. And I provide a skill that you don't have, which is namely movie quotes and song lyrics. And that's, that's oxygen. My... I bring you oxygen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyways, so you started a small business. I bought an existing business that had been around for quite a while. When was that? It started in 74. Greg Reich Productions started in 1974. Greg was heavily involved in the music industry. He created GRP Studios when that became video and audio and it just grows growing from there. I ended up buying him out, buying it out, GRP Studios in 2017. So what it allowed me to do is take a passion I didn't realize I had and turn it into something I can actually do as a business. So we're going to have a lot of different aspects of the new business, existing business, and some of the challenges later on in the episode. So we do cover a little bit in the next episode, which is an outline, which is kind of a bird's eye view of what we're doing with this podcast. but. We're going to recommend a lot of times to go to the SBA. What is the S, the Sierra Bravo Alpha? What is the SBA? There are people that actually have been in this business to help people that are wanting to start a true business to show all the aspects that develop into a business you need to know. SBA.gov, which is a, a platform and a place that you can go to to learn really anything you need to know about starting and running and maintaining a small business. I just want to, I just want to emphasize one thing. Before you start a business, it's best to do a test to see if you really have it as a person. I mean, we all have ideas. I don't like taking tests. You don't need to. This is a, a test where you go out, if you got a widget or you got a service, I recommend to go start talking to some people because there's going to be a lot of things that you're not going to be known but you, you don't know what you don't know until you realize you don't know it. You're going to hear us say that more than once, but absolutely. You're going to say that because my teeth will not handle that. <laughs> <laughs> so you do. You definitely want to talk to people. Tell people about your idea. Talk to friends. Talk to family. Talk to people that have done the same thing that you think you want to do. And again, we're going to talk a lot about how do I test this? We're actually going to spend quite a bit of time on test marketing, and I'm going to grill you. I have a feeling I'm going to be grilling you like a salmon on a hot my, rock. I'm going to bring my sauce. I'm going to bring my fork. You can bring it on. That's right, because <laughs> you're, you're, you're pretty good at what you do, and what you do really is sales and marketing. That's, that's your forte. Where did you learn all about sales and marketing? Everything came from 22 years in hotels. If you want to learn sales and marketing, highly suggest start. Now, you're going to have to work your way up, but even working for the front desk, you're going to learn a lot. 
And, and you got to have that right charisma. you got to have that personality. If you're not a person that you can sit there and walk up to anybody and start a conversation, please don't go into sales. Yeah, we're going to talk about that too because some of us are not. I can, make, I can have a conversation with anybody, but I, I'm horrible at selling what we do. As a matter of fact, there's a young lady who does the cleaning it here. We're going to give her a shout out. Her name is April Lessler. She has a business here in Longwood, Florida called Made to be Green. It's an organic and all-natural cleaning service. And she basically cleans, comes in and cleans and does an excellent job cleaning with organic stuff and not any of the harmful stuff. So you're coming over from the dark side of chemicals, and you're coming over to the clean side of me. Hey, when I walked green. in here, this when I walked in here to do this today's episode, it smelled clean. It really does, and it keeps. I don't have to shower. It smells I, so I, good I in here. For I don't sure have to shower. Bed, bath, and beyond. It's fantastic. So, anyways, but she is a small business person. But we really want to talk to people that do this for a business. And we're going to talk to a lot of people in episodes coming up you know, about a business plan. We're going to spend a, quite a bit of time on a business plan. Why? And why is that so important? Why, why is it so important? You're going to learn, uh, as said earlier, there's a lot of things that you're going to miss. And there's a lot of things that you wish you didn't miss. You, you have to really understand the process. If you want to be successful, you need this business plan. You really do. And you can get the business plan through the SBA, the Small Business Administration. Your business plan, my business plan, we're very different. And we'll talk more about that. You can also go to the Small Business Development Center. What is a Small Business Development Center? You walk into an, it's best to, to make an appointment because there's tons of us that are going out there to use this um, organization. They will sit with you and go step by step. The, the meat and potatoes, that's what it comes down to. You need to know what your objective is, what your budget is, what is it you're trying to accomplish, product or service. Yeah, that's really, you've got two things. You can either have a product or a service. We have a service here, even though people say, wait a minute, you give, you give product. No, we don't have a physical, physical, tangible product, especially now with CDs, DVDs. I don't even think kids know what DVDs are. I was going to say DVDs are tiny records. <laughs> what's, a, what's a record? Anyways. It's what they call when they, you know, hey, we're cutting a new album. Does an artist even cut an album anymore? I, they do. Vinyl's coming back. Yeah, why is that? Why, why are they coming because, back? Because vinyl is awesome. Can you imagine listening to, listening to ZZ Top, Trace Hombres, on vinyl as opposed to digital? What's the difference? You know, I really couldn't tell you because I trashed all my records like an idiot. <laughs> so it, what it comes down to we is, all like, I mean, you're in the communications world. You, you can define that more than I can. Well, it's, it, it's adapting. Vinyl records, for the, for the most part, are really, or other than if you go way, 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 way back, but vinyl be, really became the industry of what you listen to until CDs, well, cassettes, sorry, before that eight tracks. Ooh, now we're talking my lingo. Yeah. <laughs> I did have an eight track in my first Ford Pinto when I was in <laughs> Tucson. So you go from records, vinyl, to eight tracks, to cassettes, to CDs. And then CDs were, you know, they were like, oh, it's so clear. It's so pure. But when you go back and listen to a vinyl album, there's something different about it. So when you were taking your A-track, which is the size of an ex- <laughs> a website dictionary. <laughs> Pretty much. And then you switch it to a cassette, which is more like a, a toothpick comparison. Right. So, but you got more quality on your disc than you got on a tape. More quality more content, and then goes from obviously from CD to digital. Digital is the way a lot of people go. You can, again, you had to buy an album, and I know we're, we're way off topic here with this, but you had to buy an album. 
You had to buy the whole thing. You just didn't go buy a single song. And you listen to the whole album. You don't do that. Now you go out and you buy a song. It's all, it's all digital. But I will tell you this. Everything that we're talking about back in the Stone Age is actually the same equivalency to starting a business. There's going to be a multitude of changes going on. And you're going to find out that, well, what you did back when you started is not going to be there as now you've got to adapt to that change if you want to continue on to be successful. Absolutely. You have to, again, there's going to be some episodes we're going to have. There are going to be some funny names on some of these episodes, like, you know, what kind of a stupid name is that when we talk about names? And that's a reference to Back to the Future 3. Marty McFly is in the bar talking to Biff. Says, what's your name? Clint Eastwood. You know, I think it's all this is a cool one. Clint Eastwood. What kind of a stupid name is that? So that's going to be one of them. Now, I'm um, uh, part of the fictitious name that you're going to decipher if, if it's available, and you got to get that going. Right. But you also can do a DBA, doing yep. business as. Right. So little tips that we're giving you, don't fret of like, oh, my God, there's so much to learn. Not really. It's just making sure you're doing it right so and, you don't lose. And put people in place that can help walk you through it so you don't have to know everything. We're going to have a little bit of it. We're going to have you give a tip at the end of the day, and we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes when we close out. But we're going to speak with lawyers. We're going to speak with accountants, with financial people, with marketers, although you get to grill the marketers when they come in. Oh, great. We're going to start a war. Now, everybody has a basic sense of marketing. There's basic steps that you really need to do really quick, really quick. Marketing analysis. Marketing analysis is a test that we just discovered to go out and do a test of the business you want to start. That's see, marketing analysis. See if it's even possible. Is That's it, right. Yeah. And we can, again, we can do that. We're going to talk about how do you fund your business. And, right. and the business, and we're talking about the business plan, that is your major step in case you got to go to a bank. Those people are going to come up here and they're going to tell you their steps of what they look for. So there's a lot of positives that you don't want to miss any of the episodes because we can't make it all into one. It's impossible. No, you can't. It would be 400 hours long and you wouldn't want to listen to it anyways. But we talk about, you know, again, that funding, show me the money. Again, there's going to be a lot of little subtle references to stuff like Jerry Maguire, show me the money. Or, you know, if you're talking to a CPA, if you know, two plus two is five, if you can't really talk about it, if you can't really figure things out, you're like, I just don't know how to do this. And that's fine. IT. Oh, tons of IT. IT stuff is great. It's like, what's this floppy thing? And where do I put it? Or my cup holder is broken on my computer. Now, again, we're showing our age because there used to be a disc tray that would pop out. it still out. comes out. It still has my automobiles. They don't have those anymore. My Jeep does. I have it. Your, your Jeep is. Your Subaru does. It's in the glove box, if you know that. Oh, in the computer. You know, a oh. computer has a cup holder. <laughs> Let's see. There's my age. Wow. I'm glad I'm 58. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'll talk about website development. We're gonna just we're gonna try and give you as much information as you can. And before we go any farther, Craig, how do people get a hold of you? What's the best way? The Vets Growth phone number is 407-754-5779. Or please email at info at vetsgrowth.com. And you can get a hold of me at GRP Studios, grpstudios.com, info at grpstudios.com or 407-862-6882. And what we really want to do is hear back from people. Once we start broadcasting this, we want to hear back from people. Give us your experiences. If you'd like to be a part of it, let us know. We're going to make that happen and make that work as well. But this just kind of gave you an outline of who we are. You can see where we're coming from, our personality. And before we go, though, we have a tip of the day. Now, is it going to be like, don't eat yellow snow? That's lemon in it. Lemon flavor. 
Yeah. Well, see, you were in Thule, Greenland. and We always had it. How many trees are in Greenland? Zero. Zero. And how much ice is in Iceland? I think 100%. Yeah, okay. Anyways, so tip of the day. You got a tip of the day for somebody that says, hey, I need to just start from the basics. What is your tip for today? Tip of the day is you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Yeah, and you don't want to do everything. It sounds like a great idea at the beginning, but thank you very much there for that tip of the day, Craig. It was a lot better than my tip of the day, which is don't eat yellow snow. So what else we got? Anything Anything else for that? We're going to come back with episode two, which is the bird's eye view. Don't squawk about a bird's eye view, but just that's what it's going to be. Anything else? That's it. Let's knock it out. Knock it out. We'll come back with episode two. Any last minute? You got about 18 seconds. Any last minute? suggestions, details, anything. Come back, be ready for the next episode. You're going to need it. Excellent. See you on the flip side. Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development.